In business, you rarely hear the expression for life. You make a purchase for a product, for a service, and, and there's, a, there's a time frame there. Well, that's not the case with Awaken 180 weight loss. Allow me to explain. You know, a year ago, I started with Awaken 180 weight loss and had incredible success losing weight. But you can lose all the weight in the world and not keep it off. And what good is it? That's why I have support for life from Awaken 180. Yeah. I mean, I go back for check-ins and make sure everything's going smoothly. But if I ever had a problem, the counselors are there to get me back on track. Why don't you do what I did and call for a consultation? 844-346-1800. 844-346-1800. Or go to Awaken180WeightLoss.com. that Paramore dub mashup, whatever you want to call it. I feel like there's so many different genres nowadays that it's like trying to call it one thing. Uh, someone's going to get frustrated and call you a, a poser, but dude, that shit was so sick. I've, I've probably had that on my phone saved for maybe a month and I've been meaning to put that in the episode somewhere and going through my phone, getting things kind of ready for this episode. I came across it again. And got rehyped on it again. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to put that bitch right at the beginning. So I hope you enjoyed it. I honestly, I probably took too long setting up this podcast episode because I kept playing it over and over and over again. Because, you know, I wanted to have my, my intro come right after it. And I just kept playing it over and over again. Um, I don't know exactly who it is i mean okay i got it from tiktok and the account is tsunami music x so i would imagine that this person goes by the stage name tsunami music um you can check i should actually follow them i don't think i actually follow them i i was just scrolling through tiktok found it saved it and then accidentally forgot about it so yeah uh this is on tiktok at tsunami music x i'll put I'll try and find a link, or if not, I'll just put the at tag, but shit's sick. I'm going to go follow them for sure, or her. I think it's a girl. Well, it is a girl. I don't know if it's anyone else. So, but yeah, I thought that was pretty sick. And uh, anyways, yeah, welcome back to another episode. I hope you enjoyed my special Halloween edition episode. I had a ton of fun doing that. I put a lot into it. It was pretty, honestly, I mean, I had a, don't get me wrong, I had a ton of ton of fun doing it from i mean buying the things that i needed for it which you know being a green screen slash blue screen for the video 
which is sick. If you haven't checked it out, you can head over to my Instagram at it's Danny Todd. You can't miss it because I'm dressed as Hulk Hogan. Even if you don't even listen to the episode, just go and go to my Instagram and look the video. It's, it's, I don't know. It's funny. It's, it's definitely, I, I mean, the episode was great, but the video part I think is what made that all worth it is be, just because it was just so ridiculous. But yeah, I had, I had a ton of fun. I, if you listened to it, hope you liked it. Thank you for listening to it. Of course, as always for any episode and yeah, just had a lot of fun, put a lot into it. You know, had that super, super sick, spoopy, scoopy, spooky intro track, which is a banger. Um, I wish I could use it for more. Maybe I'll just save it for next Halloween or half Halloween or something. Or I don't know. It'll make its way around again because it's that sick and I don't want it to go to waste, um, which it didn't. I mean, it did it served its purpose on why I commissioned my friend Connor to do it. Um, but you know, not only that, I got uh, that super sick, like metal style logo, the Danny Toddcast logo, which by the way, dropped some new merch with that sick logo. And, uh, you should go check it out and buy uh, a shirt or a hoodie. And I think I might've done, oh yeah, I did a fanny pack. Uh, yeah, I'll put the link in the show notes so you can just drive on over there. Um, I believe the, uh, you can get 15% off with code Toddcast15. So check it out. Anything you buy from there is basically going to get turned right back around into the podcast. It's not going to really go towards, you know, buying food or groceries, which I mean, of course, I need to put money towards <laughs> adult shit. But anything you buy that, you know, is revolving around the podcast, whether it's, you know, donating on my uh, buy me a coffee site or, you know, buying merch, it goes back into, you know, I always got to upgrade gear. Your boy needs a new computer soon. So that's going to happen. So check it out. Buy, don't buy. As long as you're here listening, that's great. So there, one thing that I take away from that podcast episode that I'm still dealing with, and it's very hard day to day, especially now that it's getting pretty freaking cold here in Idaho. I think last night we got a little bit of snow. Not enough to stick, but you know we went for I mean you know went for a walk earlier and saw the the mountaintops they're they're covered in snow, so it's getting cold, but for my Halloween costume, I needed to become Hulk Hogan, and that means I need that i guess it was it a handle handlebar mustache I think that's what it's called, so I needed the handlebar mustache. The Fu Manchu, I don't know. One one of those is probably not politically correct, but who cares? Um, so I had to shave. You know? So did that right up the center, right up the chin, to the lip, all the sides. If you know, you should probably already know what I'm talking about. If you don't know who Hulk Hogan is, which would be shocking, uh, just Google who that is. Um, so anyways, I'm you know, an adult and I'm also not actually Hulk Hogan. So, you know, once the episode was done and the filming was done and drunkenly going to sleep that night with this ridiculous facial hair setup, you know, I had to shave it off. So no more beard, of course, which is always, 
I tend to do this maybe like once, maybe twice a year. I think last year, I don't know. I can't remember the last, at least once a year, I, I get super bored and I decide to shave my beard. And I'm like thinking like, oh, it'll be a good look, you know, like, you know, like I'll look good. I'll look fly, I'll look dapper, like, you know, whatever you want to call it. Like, I'll look good. And you know what? It never ends up looking good. I just look one. So I'm basically, oh, I'm almost 30, 29. I turn, you know, 30, February 21st. So I'm, I'm almost there, the big three. But when I shave, I honestly probably look like I'm pushing like, you know, 23, 24, maybe I definitely take off at least five years of my age, which I guess to some people might be like, yeah, I want to do that. I guess maybe when I'm like in my sixties, then I can, you know, shave and be like, Hey, I'm not 60. I'm, I'm 53. But it's almost like an instant regret kind of thing. I, it, I'll shave and then it just shows everything that my beard was hiding. Of course, I'm not insanely overweight. I'm, I'm sure by standards of whoever makes the freaking standards, I'm probably overweight for my height, my age. Muscle, baby. But, you know, my dieting and, you know, everything hasn't been great. I've also been kind of sick for the last, like, I don't know, half a week, which has been an absolute shit storm. Super annoying. But, you know, got a little bit, you know, when I'm clean shaved, baby face DT, you know, some of that little, little double chin gobble gobble thing kind of, you know, sh- okay, gobble gobble sounds not good. I don't have a vagina hanging from the bottom of my neck. If that's what you're wondering. So gobble gobble is not the right thing. Uh, you know, just a little bit of a little puffy little, little part underneath the chin there. And I hate it. Like I have to be like perfectly standing up straight or sitting up straight with my head like tilted perfectly for it to not show. So like it's my fault for being a little chub in the in the gullet. But I just uh, it's as soon as I I was like as soon as I decided I was going to be Hulk Hogan, I knew I was going to have to face the fact that I'm going to have to be kind of baby faced for a little bit. Luckily. I didn't go skin tight on the shave. I left a little bit of, you know, scruff, but I'm also blonde. So like the scruff takes a few days to kind of darken up a little bit and grow. Luckily right now, I got a little scruff going on a little bit thicker. So, I mean, give it, you know, see, the thing is, I'm just going to say like, give it like a couple weeks and I'll be short, short beard, like to where you could call it a beard, I guess. But I don't know. Instant regret. I look like a little little child that can grow facial hair, I guess. It's annoying. But anyways, I hope you enjoyed that episode. It was fun. If you haven't listened, go check it out just so you can hear the, uh, at least listen to the damn intro because it's so sick. Yeah. So the other day, not the other day, it was like a couple weeks ago. I, for the first time, had this combination of food that at first, I was like, what the hell are you doing? One, that looks like throw up. Honestly, I got a little weird in my throat there when I like was imagining it. Imagining it. It does not look good at all. The color that it makes is weird. And honestly, I'm not even, I don't even know if I can describe it. Describe it. 
it's like a weird like pink light pink like a mauve 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 grandma pink sort of but basically what you get and i don't know if you can you could probably use any salsa that you want but you get we've been doing the tostitos salsa and then what you do is you get cream cheese and you mix it together I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I love cream cheese. I love salsa. Um, I've done like, I guess kind of (laughs) introducing myself into this combination. When I first saw this mixed up in a bowl, I was like, you know, I'm going to just go dunk my chip into the cream cheese. And then I'll kind of like just dab, dab it into the salsa and then eat it. Dank. But when you have it mixed together, there's something that goes on and it's just weird. It's like the best way to describe it is like creamy salsa. And that sounds terrifying. It sounds like it should not go together. It does not go together. I mean, it is. The thing is, though, it's really fucking good. It's really good, especially when you get like, you know, okay, I made it last night. And okay, by saying I made it, it, I wouldn't even call it making anything. I literally just was like, all right, dunk salsa in a bowl, take about like four spoonfuls of cream cheese and just, ew, that sounds gross, mixed it together. And I try to leave it like there's some like clumps of the cream cheese. So you get a little, you know, black creamy, but it just, eh. I almost don't want to look at it when I'm eating it because it just looks absolutely disgusting. Like it, it, it legit looks like you've had too much to drink the night before and you had like a, a creamy like Alfredo pasta, but you also had like a vodka, like that orangish pink sauce. And then maybe you threw in like a glass of wine. And then you threw up. That's what it looks like. That honestly made me get hot mouth. I'm so sorry. I hope you did not throw up in your mouth right there. Um, and then I'm going to tell you to go try it. You should go try it. Get a nice, get like your favorite chip, you know, a nice salty tortilla chip. Tostinos, Tostitos. I always want to say Tostinos. Tostino. That was probably not called for. Uh, Tostitos. Like a nice salty one. I would say don't try and go for a hint of lime or any flavored ones just because I don't know how that's going to hold up with cream cheese and the salsa. And then try it and then let me know. Hit me up on like Twitter or Instagram at It's Danny Todd on both of those. Let me know. But I did go on the Instagram, the good old IG, and I, I, you know, I put one of those story questions up for people to kind of hit me up with, you know, something that, what did I say? Let me see exactly what I said here. Okay, where are you at? Where are you at? Where are you at? Where, where are you at? Uh, 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 I deleted it. Basically, I was asking if there is something that they that they like that they that like it shouldn't go together, or you'd think it would not go together, but is amazing. Um, for some reason, I don't get a. It's very hit and hit and miss. I feel like when it comes to my podcast, like I don't get a lot of people that want to interact with me, especially on the Facebook. I, I see that people it's reaching people, but no one comments. No one does anything. 
So, I mean, I urge you guys to, you know, head on over to, I mean, like I said, my Instagram or Twitter at it's St. Todd or my Facebook for the podcast. Um, I'm trying to, you know, push that as well, kind of get people together. Um, I'll have a link in the show notes. Like it, you know, if I ever have a question or anything, you know, it might be up on there. And I just want to interact with all of you. So, um, yeah, I just want to connect with you guys. So you can head over to those. And I mean, it's going to be one. It'll be nice to hear from you guys. Maybe, you know, maybe what you guys like, don't like, but also it'll make the episodes better. I want to have stuff from you guys, the listeners, you know, inside the episode. Anyways, so I will say two of these I've definitely had. One of them I've definitely had a ton. Um, I'm just going to start with that one is French fries and you dip it in mayonnaise. And I can understand. I feel like, I don't know. I've always thought that was, you know what? I I think when I was younger, I did think it was kind of gross because I don't know. I, now I love mayonnaise, not to the point where I'm going to like eat a spoonful, but like when I get a sandwich or anything, I'm always slabbing extra mayo, especially if I know the place has good mayonnaise. Oh yeah. I'm getting extra mayo for sure. But French fries and mayonnaise is Definitely, it's like a very, very popular in the Netherlands. And, you know, my mom, uh, she grew up, you know, in overseas and whatnot. And I totally am just forgetting where. Oh, Singapore. You know, she grew up in that area. And I guess it, that's, she grew up as, you know, mayonnaise being the main, you know, condiment for your French fries. And growing up, I always, you know, if we went to even just McDonald's, like, when she would have fries from there, she would put a little, you know, dollop of mayonnaise on her plate. And I think when I was younger, I was like, ew, that's gross. Like I'm dunking my shit in ketchup or sweet and sour sauce, barbecue sauce, like mayonnaise. I was like, uh, 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 uh. and I think as I got older and started to actually like mayonnaise more and I started to become that double up on that mayo sandwich kind of person. Then I started realizing that I was starting to reach for mayonnaise to have as a condiment to dip my fries in. So I will, I, I don't think it's that weird. I don't also think that it's like one of those things that you don't think goes together. But then again, it's been a part of my life for so long that like, it doesn't just seem out of the normal, I guess. I don't know. Um, there is this next one that I, I want to try. I just got to figure out what, I mean, so it, the homie said dill pickles on tacos. I, I have, yeah, I guess it also depends on which kind of taco. Like, are we talking ground beef? Are we talking like chicken, you know, carne asada, like what kind of tacos and like dill pickle? Are you talking like, are we, are we dicing it? So it's like semi relish like. Or are we slabbing a wedged pickle on that biatch? Because there's one that, I mean, if it's a full-on wedge of pickle, that might be too much for me. But if it's like maybe like a little cut up, like almost, see, like it's not relish, right? Relish, you need to have like all the shit in it. So if you have like little pieces of pickle, I could get with that. Well, you know, like a nice little hard snap of the pickle when you're biting into that. 
I'm down with that. It's not something you'd think of, though. I'm going to go to Taco Bell. Be like, or I, mm, I probably have to go to like one of those Taco Bell KFC little shindigs and be like, yeah, I like to get the, uh, the taco, but uh, can you throw like some uh, pickle chips on that? I'd be like, what the fuck? Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I'll try it. That's going to be an at-home thing. Like, I'm not going anywhere that, like, I'm not going to a Mexican restaurant or somewhere that I can get tacos. Like, I'm not going to ask him to put a pickle on it uh, because, I I mean, this place makes tacos for a living, and I'm not going to put a freaking, damn, how about that car be a little louder? Or motorcycle, whatever. You probably didn't even hear it. Um, That's going to be an at-home venture for sure. You know, that way I can have like a ton of tacos. And if for some reason, I mean, even if I like it, I don't necessarily think I'm going to continue to put pickles on my tacos. I don't know. So this next one, I for sure am never going to try it. Uh, I've seen a video or two probably on the TikTok again. I'm telling you guys, TikTok is great. I, I, I hate it, but I love it at the same time. Uh, this one, I've seen videos and I... I can't remember the reactions. Um, it was some guy. I know he does like these things where people send in requests like, hey, try this with this or that with that. And I remember seeing this, but I just don't remember what his reaction was. I can bet a lot of money that it was probably absolutely disgusting. And this is probably why it made the list. And I actually think that this is going to be the number one on the list. And I have a short list. I have like two more after this. Um, Ew. Peanut butter and miracle whip sandwich. That's absolutely disgusting. Miracle whip. Let's look at this shit. I spelled whip wrong. Whip does not have an E at the end. Ew. Yeah. Ugh. Miracle whip and peanut butter sandwich. What is a peanut butter and mayo sandwich called? Please tell me there's not a name for it. Ew. It's not anything out of the normal. It's just like when you think about it, like a PB and J sandwich, you immediately, unless you're some crazy ass person and don't like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, or like if they're not your favorite, like you can at least like have the craving for it sometime in your entire life. So you think of PB and J, that's amazing. Well, this is a PB and M. <laughs> Dry mouth. Dude, that's absolutely disgusting. Like, even if it's the best mayo from your favorite sandwich shop or whatever, I don't think there's any way you can have me try a peanut butter and mayo sandwich. The only way I think I'd be able to try this is if you put like a couple slabs of bacon in there. Because then there's some sort of like extra salt you know, that fat to break through everything. I don't know, dude, but like peanut butter and Miracle Whip sandwich, you can entirely miss me with that one. If I try it, I'll have to just do it on like a video and be like, hey, I'll have to try, maybe I'll just do a, a live video on my Instagram trying these things. And if I get some more people to to comment on something, dude, I on I lit oh I legit just got the chills from I need to close this browser window. Miracle whip and peanut butter. Oh fuck out of here. 
But why Miracle Whip? Does it have to be? This person said Miracle Whip. Is it better? Is that like the go-to for uh, PB&Ms? Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. So that that's number one on the list. And these next two, I, I don't know. The ones that I got were weak sauce. One of them I've had growing up. The dill pickles on tacos. I'll try it. It doesn't sound gross. It sounds refreshing, especially if like it's a summertime deal and you're out, you know, the elements, you know, having a nice, you know, cerveza. Like I can imagine a dill pickle on that. Gosh. Peanut butter and a Miracle Whip sandwich can do fuck you. Uh, number one on the list, as in the worst. The next one I'm down with, but it would be like, you'd have to smoke like an entire blunt to yourself. Cheesecake and Flaming Hot Cheetos. I can see why. It makes sense. But also, why don't you smoke a little bit more weed and just fall asleep? Or make like a legit food, like for, I don't know. Cheesecake and Flaming Hot Cheetos. That's the sign of a stoner. But I'll, I'll try it. I would try it. I just, I don't know. Um, and this next one makes no, like, no sense to me at all. Um, if you're the one that sent me this, I'm sorry. I just, I just, this one's stupid. I'm sorry. Because I would, I've honestly probably have made this a few times in my entire life. And it's incredible. I might have add maybe bacon. But the thing is, if you add bacon to anything, it's going to be good. But this one... I don't, uh, you, this one, I'll, I'll make it today. Grilled cheese and jam makes complete sense. It makes complete sense. You know, you got the nice bread toasted. Usually, I and mean, we're back to mayo. I like to put mayo. I actually made a, a grilled cheese yesterday. Had some sourdough. It's not my go-to for my, my grilled cheese, but I, I had a nice sourdough. I like to put mayo on the outsides instead of butter. And then, so I put that down. That makes it, you know, nice and crispy. You get some flavor in there from the mayo. And then, you know, I'll put some, like, maybe some mustard. I almost kind of do, like, a, a a nod to, like, a Cubano. That's what I did last. But if I had some jam, I would for sure throw a nice little layer of that. Because, you know, you get the saltiness. From, well, the bread with the mayo, with the cheese. If you put any condiments on it, you know, like I said, I, I put a little bit of mustard. Maybe if I put jam, I'm not going to put mustard. But to have that nice, you know, consistency of the jam and, you know, the sweetness, probably a little bit on the tart side too, I honestly can make a lot of sense of that. It's almost like one of the sandwiches that I like to, I actually have never made it. I've bought it a few times at one of my local places back home in California. Uh, I guess it wouldn't be local to me anymore. Um, it's like a turkey and brie sandwich. And sometimes they have like a fig spread on it. It all makes sense. You need like the sweet, the salty, the, you know, whatever. So I don't know. I, that one, I think I kept it on there because I didn't get a lot of people to hit me up on that. So, yeah, uh, if you have any that aren't on this list, which I'm, I'm sure there's a ton, hit me up, please. I will continue. I will next episode. I will throw some more at you guys if I get any more. And uh, yeah, let's move on. And this is another thing. I was kind of just going through the motions. I mean, I've been not feeling good for the last, you know, geez, I mean, Tuesday, 
uh, weird. Just uh, it's besides the, the the point of how I'm feeling. Um, but I was, you know, out of commission, just kind of going through the shits and uh, okay, not going through the shits. I don't have the shits. I haven't had the shits. Just going through the shit. Um, and I kind of was thinking because recently I've been in like trying to get into making, you know, nice, you know, alcoholic drinks, you know, got the, uh, the Manhattan and all that stuff. And, you know, I want to, want to get more knowledge of it. And I was thinking, you know, what are some of the things, like I was kind of imagining like the times I've gone to a bar and, you know, have asked for a certain drink or something like that. And I kind of think about the bartenders and what they're going through and like the stupid shit that they see and have to do and, you know, all that, all that fun stuff. So I found this uh, article on BuzzFeed. I'll probably just go through a few of them. I don't really know how many there are. Um, so yeah, BuzzFeed bartenders are sharing the things they absolutely hate that customers do. And I'm, and I'm taking notes. That's what it says. Um, let's find one here. Okay, I'm guilty of this, and I'm so sorry to any of my bartender friends. So bartenders hate when you open and close the tab a million times. Um, I don't think I've done it a million times, but there's probably been, I don't know. I mean, probably like three times. Not like three different occasions on days and weeks and months or whatever, but like within one time at one place, you know, I would go up and get a drink and they say, Hey, do you want to open the tab? And I'll be like, no, I'm good. Thank you. Close it out. And then I'll come back. Same deal. I've probably done that three or four times, but it sucks because it's like, I don't know when we're going to leave this place. I think we're going to leave after drink one or two. So me opening up a tab one, I think I'm going to spend way much, way much more. I, <laughs> I think I'm going to spend more money if I have a tab open. So in my head, I know it's annoying. I'm sorry. I also don't think we're going to be there that long. And I'm also trying to save money. So I just like close it. And then I'm like, well, shit, I need another drink. No one wants to buy one for me. So I'm going to go buy myself another drink. Keep the tab closed. And then I have to come back again. So I can understand because it's like, dude, just keep the tab open. This will make everyone's life easier. Like, well, dude, I don't know how long I'm going to be here for. I thought I was going to leave halfway through drink number one. So you know what? I'm sorry. I am sorry. So, all right, let's find another one. Okay, here. Let's see here. Bartenders hate when you wait to the last minute to order a bunch of drinks. Uh, this one is a photo of um, Robert Downey Jr. rolling his eyes. Uh, I really wish people would say their whole order instead of one at a time. Uh, customer. This is just, I mean, obviously I can, you can make up your own story, but, uh, but basically someone be like, Oh, I'll take a martini. You know, bartender goes and makes that martini tells you how much I was like, Oh, can I also have four long islands? Just say the entire order at once. I'm sure the thing is, I've probably been guilty of all of these things at one point in my, you know, in my life, especially being on tour where like, if you're out at a bar with you know, the tour package and whatnot, like it gets rowdies and you just kind of, I don't know, everything goes out the window. This one, I don't, I've never done. Uh, and I know this for a fact. Well, it's never, I've been in, I've taken part in it, but I'm not the one that initiates it. 
Bartenders hate when you interrupt them during a super busy shift to take a photo. I've been in photos where the bartender has taken the photo. I've never been the one that's like, hey, can you take a photo? Also, the one time that does stick out in my head, it was like a restaurant bar and it was definitely really dead. Like to the point where like all four of us were talking with like the two bartenders. Like they weren't busy besides just like hanging out with us and them just being, you know, washing cups and shit because they have nothing else to do because we're good on drinks for the moment. So, but I can understand that. It's like, dude, I'm trying to get 15 other people their drinks. Take your own damn photo. Okay. Let's see here. Um, this one has a screenshot from a text. Uh, and who really knows that this is real shit? Um, as far as like this text that I'm going to read after. Bartenders hate when you order a complicated drink in a dive bar. You're at a dive bar. Get a shot. Get a beer. There you go. You don't need to get some crazy ass drink in a dive bar. So this person was like, a while back, I told a guy that I couldn't make an old fashioned because I was out of amaretto. I know there's no, I know there's not amaretto in, in it, but I figured if he thought I was stupid, he'd quit trying to order cocktails at a dive bar. Smart. You don't need to order an old fashioned at a dive bar. Okay. If you want an old fashioned for one, I'll do respect to the bartenders, but like, of course, at the dive bar, they're trying to go for speed here. They're trying to take care of orders. The last thing they want to do is mix together an old fashioned because chances are, no matter how good that person is, it's probably not going to be as good uh, of an old fashioned. If you go to an actual bar, like a legit bar or, you know, like a, a nice establishment, I get it if you're poor, but like, don't go to a dive bar to get an old fashioned. Just put that, however much that, that, that old fashioned is going to cost you, put that towards like a shot and a beer or, you know, two shots or 17,000 beers. I don't know. I can understand that one, like 100%. Have I done that? Probably. Am I sorry? Mm, sure. Uh, this is one thing that I definitely do. Or I still do at restaurants. I'm sure. I don't know. I've heard different things. Again, you can hit me up and say what you think if you are in the uh, the service industry, um, even just a bartender. I can kind of understand this, but bartenders hate when you try to clean up like this, and it's showing a photo of your pint glass, and there's like your paper towels that you used inside of it. So I can kind of understand that because instead of having to just take the glass and put it, you know under that little sink contraption that they have where they push and the water. Now they have to go and go to the trash can and try and like dump all this paper out. You know for sure that the wads of paper at the very bottom of the glass are not coming out right away. Chances are you got to put your hand in there and now you got to wash your hand. Like I can understand that. The dining out thing with the plates and all that stuff, I feel like that might be different. But then again, I'm not quite sure. But it does make sense. Let's see here. Let's try and find one more. <laughs> okay, I do like this one. Uh, bartenders hate when you think they can tell the difference between all your cards. And this says, in quotes, 
It's a blue chase card. End quotes. Memoirs of a closing bartender. <laughs> I, I've definitely been in that situation where we split tabs or there's a lot of tabs and, you know, the, the bartender or whoever is taking our order, you know, comes back with our cards. And chances are, you know, one or two other people have the same looking card as mine. And they're trying their best, but you know, you just kind of lay it out there and be like, all right, get it on your own. Just find the name that is on your card and there you go. So there. Um, let's find one more. Okay. Bartenders hate when you make modifications that make literally no sense at all. So this one is a pina colada. <laughs> so they wanted a pina colada and then in quotes they say extra creamy. And then this is the note that the the bartender or the whoever took the order to the okay, the server. Sorry. I don't I don't know. I'm doing this live here. So the person ordered with their server a pina colada and they asked it to be extra creamy. And the server, you know, wrote down a note to the uh the bar bartender. Can't talk. The bartender uh, below that says, I don't fucking know. That's just what he said he wanted. I guess add whip before you blend it. I don't fucking know. I hate it here. I guess that would make the most sense. But yeah, don't overcomplicate things. If you want a pina colada, either you get it on the rocks or blended. I guess if you want, be specific about it. Be like, hey, I'd like a pina colada, but is there any way you can put some like whipped cream in there before you blend it? I just like it a little bit on the, on the creamier side. At least explain yourself. If you're just like, oh, I like a pina colada extra creamy. One, you're disgusting because it sounds disgusting. Because I don't know. But just explain yourself. Because then you're not going to get like a good drink. If they don't, I, I, I can understand that because the more you put on that server or bartender the more they're not going to like you and the more they want to get you out of the door and you're, they're just going to like put something in front of you. And obviously like I can, I can understand that's not the case for all things because you do want to maintain that good service. You know, you want to be a good person, but also it's like a creamy margarita, dude. Like this is stupid. Okay. I like this one though. I've over the years, and this is the last one, I promise. So over the years, I mean, I love beer and I especially, you know, the IPAs. So when I do go to a place that, you know, is known for carrying a lot of IPAs, either I don't have a list or I can't see the list or something like that. You know, I ask them to, you know, they like, what ones do you recommend? Or if I don't see IPAs, be like, hey, like what IPAs do you have? And Sometimes I don't even wait for them to say the whole list. If I hear one that I think is good or I feel like the bartender is taking too, not too, they're not taking too long, but the list is long and they're going through it. I feel bad. And I'm like, all right, just that one. Give me that one. So bartenders hate, this is number 17 on the BuzzFeed. Um, bartenders hate when you let them list off 27 beers and just choose something else. And then this is a thing uh, down. It's a meme, of course. When you've named off your whole beer list and they order a Bud Light. It's like, hey, why don't you just waste my time even more? Budo. Okay. 
Yeah. So. Yeah, interesting. Uh, I'm going to end this one off with something very interesting that I, this is not me trying to like find, I mean, all the things that I find for the solo episodes and whatnot, it's like, it's because I, I like it. It's funny. It's, you know, thought provoking or just things I didn't know. And this one is definitely one of those things. Um, since I know that my mom and dad sometimes listen to this one, uh, mom, dad, you can just skip this part. Just close this one out. Uh, just because you don't need to hear me talk about it. Um, yeah. So this is on that iflscience.com site. I usually, I don't think I've ever gone on this site looking for anything. It's always just like I'm scrolling through through Facebook usually. Um, but yeah, iflscience.com. And the title of this article is, Why Do Men Get Morning Wood? Well, you got me there. So I'm just going to read a little bit from the article and maybe just give some thoughts. But um, the ancient Greeks saw a man's daily sunrise salute. By the way, no longer calling it morning wood. It is now a sunrise salute. So the ancient Greeks saw a man's daily sunrise salute as evidence that the penis possessed his own will. Creepy. Medieval monks, on the other hand, saw it as a sinful rebellion on the male, of the male body. So what does science have to say about the story of morning glory? I love Sunrise Salute. That's so cool. It makes it sound regal. Alrighty. Scientists call it nocturnal penile tumescence. And it's been... <laughs> tumescence. I think that's right. Science... Sorry, sorry guys. Scientists call it nocturnal penile tumescence, and it's been the subject of scientific investigations since the 19th century, just like most matters involving a penis. Huh. Despite the glossy magazine myths, ew, and morning rises not evidence of sexual dream. In fact, it's not directly associate, associated with sexual desires at all. Morning penile erections are involuntary and can affect everyone. From babies in the womb, Great. That's something, an image I did not need in my head at 1217. Is it 1217? Yeah, it's 1217. 1217 on a Sunday. Um, yeah. So morning penile erections are involuntary and can be, can affect everyone from babies in the womb to most prudish monk, to the most prudish punk, punk, geez, to the most prudish monk in the middle ages. Equally, women get clitoral erections during sleep too. Aha, we're not the only ones. So during our sleep, we drift through numerous phases of rapid eye movement, REM sleep, or non-REM sleep. In REM sleep, our minds dream and our nervous system undergoes a shift in balance from sympathetic nerve activity, which stimulates the fight or flight response, to a, a parasympathetic, parasympathetic, okay, in REM, I'm just going to start that sentence over. Sorry, people. In REM sleep, our minds dream and our nervous system undergoes a shift in balance from sympathetic nerve activity, which stimulates the fight or flight responses, to parasympathetic nerve activity associated with the resting and digesting or feeding and breeding. So this shifts towards the, the parasympathetic nervous system, resulting in your brain shutting down some of its chemical messengers 
one of which is the norepinephrine or the neurotransmitter that constricts blood vessels and helps to restrict blood flow. Without as much nor wow, without as much norepinephrine pumping around your body, blood flow commences and a hard-on will arise. By the way, I never knew hard-on was one word. The more you know, the more you know. Morning salutes and hard-ons one word. Where was I? There we go. Uh, the result is three to five erections during a full night's sleep, which each erection lasting around 30 minutes. Humans can wake up during REM sleep, so it's perhaps no surprise that you wake up with a morning horn. This website is going crazy with all these different names for a boner. It's great. But dude, five? Five of them in a one-night sleep? That's insane. And some of them lasting like around 30 minutes? Dude, that's a lot. That's nuts. I know, I don't know. This is blowing my mind. It kind of makes me like, I don't, I would never do it because it's creepy, but those cameras, like you can get in business, you rarely hear the expression for life. You make a purchase for a product, for a service, and, and there's a, there's a time frame there. Well, that's not the case with Awaken 180 weight loss. Allow me to explain. You know, a year ago, I started with Awaken 180 weight loss and had incredible success losing weight. But you can lose all the weight in the world and not keep it off. And what good is it? That's why I have support for life from Awaken 180. Yeah. I mean, I go back for check-ins and make sure everything's going smoothly. But if I ever had a problem, the counselors are there to get me back on track. Why don't you do what I did and call for a consultation? 844-346-1800. 844-346-1800. Or go to Awaken180WeightLoss.com. 